Welcome to Ministry IRL. I'm your host, Patrick Weed, and I'm super excited to explore with you what life can be like behind the scenes for those who are in ministry. Let's talk about what ministry is like in real life. I just wanted to quickly remind everyone of the purpose of this podcast. Ministry in Real Life is about bringing you insight and perspective to be able to hear from people who have different ideas, different viewpoints, but getting to hear it from a real life perspective behind the scenes, right? And so based on just kind of the interview you're going to be hearing here today in the next few weeks, I just wanted to let you know that it gave me a lot to think about. There's a lot of things that I love. I love my friends. And at the same time, we have different opinions and different views. And so I wanted to let you know that I'm going to be circling back around to this topic to share with you my insight, my views, kind of a little bit of my story connected to this topic. And I just wanted to encourage you to stick around for that. Come back, uh, come back and hear more opinions as we continue to do different interviews on this podcast. But for now, I hope that you enjoy the next few weeks of this interview. Well, welcome to another episode where I get to interview some of my friends. Um, I'm really excited today. I've got a good friend of mine. Uh, I like to just say senior pastor, even though he just said we were talking and he's like, I'm the co-senior pastor, but pastor Joel Skinner um, is with us today. So thanks so much for joining me in this one fun little uh, project of mine that I've got going on. Yeah, man. Glad you invited me. Um, I know that today is going to be an interesting one. So what we've decided to do is because I wanted to get as much out of Pastor Joel as possible. I've asked him to do uh, three episodes. So we're going to break this down into the next three weeks. Um, We'll be posting them. And I'm really excited. I was thinking back, I was like, okay, I don't actually remember the first time that I met you. I don't know. I mean, were you were you at the souls meeting in Germany? I did go to a meeting in Germany. But um, I don't think that you were at that one. I think that was later. So um yeah, I, I think we were both at one of a, like a seminar or a conference together. Okay. Um, yeah. And I think that's where I first met you. Okay. Yeah. I know that. So I've been involved in different uh, like small groups, circles with other churches in our community. And I know that that's for sure where we've really gotten to know each other the most. Um, the, the thing that I was going to say about Pastor Joel that I, he wasn't necessarily prepared for is um, this is how I like to kind of just throw you off a tiny bit to make you a bit more comfortable. <laughs> but uh, um, you've all, so throughout my ministry life, and especially in the past, I would say 10 years, I really looked for leaders that I can identify with and especially like go to who can have in- insight into, you know, just whatever's going on, life in general. But the more I've done that, the more I've discovered most leaders are usually more like type A, get it done. You know, great leaders can definitely rally people, but are a lot more task focused. Um, And as I've gone to them, I am a way more emotional guy, which is a bit of an anomaly. And I was asking a bunch of my friends, I was like, I need to talk to someone who is a bit more emotional, but is also in leadership so I can try to learn what that means. And you have like been the epitome of that for me. Um, it's been the main thing that I really enjoyed. You're saying I'm the epitome of an emotional, of an emotional person. It's, it's true. I'm about, I'm almost as emotional as you. No, I probably am at least. You know, it's funny. I do remember though, was one of the earlier conversations that we had had was, um, you and I were in a we're in a meeting, a, sort of a smaller group. Like there weren't a bunch of us, but we were going around talking about e- sort of each other and how we were wired. And you were saying how I was 
you had seen me as more of like a, a get it done type A personality. Cause I think that's probably what I put out in those, in that meeting or whatever. And I was like, wait, what kind of that just, that <laughs> and I realized we didn't know each other very well. And I think as soon as we both agreed that um, we were probably more similar than we thought, um, we started connecting and those have been great conversations. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Actually, I had a couple of people um, who mentioned that you were that way. And as I kind of started pursuing, like hang out with you, I was like, oh yeah, totally. This is, this guy's totally on my level. <laughs> and I wanted to use that as a bit of an introduction too, just because um, as I've gotten to know you, one thing that I've enjoyed is just being able to ask you about anything and everything, whether it be life, ministry, family and kids. You've got a wife and, oh crap, like two kids, right? If I mm -hmm. remember correctly. Okay, got yep. it. I'm good. <laughs> um, and as we've discussed things, so this is kind of what I want to intro to this topic that we're going to be talking about for the next three, three podcasts. Um, I remember when I started having multiple friends in the area where they were either getting married um, and they're just acquaintances, the ones that got married, or I've had a few closer friends who have began to share both with me as well as even in our church, kind of just their life, their struggle and their journey when it comes to being attracted to the same sex. Um, so specifically the LGBTQ community. And I remember one of our first conversations, it's actually the conversation that prompted me to try to get you on here. Um, was I came to you and just started asking you about it. And I loved what you shared. And I'm not, we don't have to dive into that too much, but I just wanted to use that to say that like, I really appreciate your view on this. Um, I think it's gonna be interesting. And there's pieces that I'm excited to hear about, by the way, because we haven't dived into every detail. But um, per that, I was gonna ask you, if you wouldn't mind sharing with us, just kind of what your journey has been, I know we talked a little bit about how we're going to go through this, but I'm going to give you the floor, but just kind of start with, you know, um, I think we started with talking about what the Bible says about homosexuality and the LGBT community, and that's where we're going to go. But I'm, yeah, first of all, I wanted to say thank you. Thanks for being willing to do this. It's a big topic. And I also want to say, sorry, this is a big piece I wanted to mention, um, that this is, we're not trying to establish some big, huge theological, like, you know, foundation or anything like that this really was i wanted to see and hear from pastor joel and his thoughts and just yeah. kind of allow him to share his journey so yeah yeah uh yeah i mean it's easy to start off with disclaimers right i feel like <laughs> right? making so many disclaimers <laughs> about this. very true very true. things like i'm not making a statement for you know my church community or my fellow pastor like this is very much just representative of of me um and the other disclaimer is that i am like um, the, the, while this has been a journey I've been on for a while, like this is the first time I've ever spoken publicly mm. about this topic specifically. And it's something that I anticipate I'll do more um, because, and here's kind of, now I'm going to answer your question. I, you know, I come from a traditional, fairly traditional evangelical background. And for people who come from that background, you know what that means. But for people who don't, you know, that's a, you have a very high view of the Bible. You have a traditional view of marriage and relationships. Um, in the 80s and 90s, there was kind of this holiness culture movement. And so there's a, there's this idea about what it, you know, our, what our behavior means and sort of what's expected of us by God. And, um, and then there are also just a lot of, uh, just, I don't know, th there's a whole, you know, worldview wrapped up in what it means to be evangelical. I'm also, you know, a male, I'm heterosexual. And 
I grew up not only experiencing that, but in a culture where that was the norm. And outside of that, you know, outside of heterosexuality, there was really no, I didn't have any exposure. So, so it's, you know, it's new to me in that sense as an adult. Um, and, um, yeah, so, so my journey, um, I guess I would say, you know, in, in college, um, I went to the university of Oregon and it was the first time that I had really any kind of meaningful interactions or relationships with people who are in the LGBTQ community. And, um, one was actually a voice teacher of mine and others were some voice students that were also in the same studio. Um, that's how, um, that's how outside of, of that culture I was. And so, you know, I'm 37 now at the time I was at that time I was 19, you know, um, but that was the beginning of me even to having any conversations or interactions. So, I mean, at, at least to my knowledge, so very, very, very limited scope. And yeah. with that, and, and with that scope and with that background, um, come a lot of things. And <clears throat> as I have kind of continued on in my journey in life, I've been around more and more people who are in the queer community, more and more people who are both queer and Christian, mm-hmm. more and more people who are Christians and, and, uh, straight, but not, um, uh, well, either they would call themselves affirming or they're at least not excluding people from fellowship uh, for reasons of sexuality or whatever. So, I, you know, my, my exposure has slowly grown. And with that has come a journey for me of really needing to think deeply about those things in my background and tradition um, that have made that difficult. And, and there were three, you know, three main things that I mentioned to you, Patrick, um, that I've kind of boiled it down to. And I see them as, I don't know, you could talk about them being like hurdles or road bumps or think basically things that I had to work through mm. in order to sort of be where I am now. And where I am now is I'm guaranteed continuing to evolve. So, uh, you know, I don't see faith or life as a static thing at all. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> So in that sense, I'll now give you the three things. The first one is, <laughs> that was a long way of getting to it, but it's I a mean, big topic, man. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is. And I could get, you know, easily skewered over anything. So I, I just kind of wanted to try to lay some things out there. But the first Absolutely. thing is, of course, coming from an evangelical background, what the Bible says, that the Bible says some things that if you're going to approach, you know, inclusion or an inclusive mentality and not make sexuality a make or break or in or out thing in Christianity, the, one of the first things you've got to tackle is the Bible. So that's huge. Um, the second thing that I've definitely uh, kind of worked through, and this is just another big topic, is what do I do with the fact that you know male and female exist and what some people call like natural revelation as opposed to you know the written revelation of scripture, you know, that in nature we see male and female in this dynamic happening and that's how procreation happens. And so how do I personally reconcile that with, you know, something else, especially if you're saying, well, God is behind this whole creation thing. You know, what, what do I do with the fact that um, male and female exist in nature? And then the third thing, the, the third, I'll just kind of bundle a bunch of hurdles that I've had to uh, go through uh, under this category, which is, 
my own inexperience and general ignorance about the issue, the, the issues of gender and sexuality. Hmm. Um, being a heterosexual male, that's just not ever something that I really had to think about. Um, <clears throat> unless you know, I, I was forced to. And then being in ministry and having your world expanded and bumping into people and realizing that I don't have a, a framework or a way to think about this is one thing. It's another thing then to realize I have a ton of assumptions, places where I have put in information or filled in the gaps in my knowledge, which was very small in the first place. And I filled them in with things that made sense to me or that, you know, just kind of allowed me to be where I was, not trying to, but that's what we as humans do. We fill in the gaps in our stories with things that sort of make ourselves the central characters or whatever. Um, and so I had done that, and that just came with a whole set of judgments and, and assumptions that I had made that were um, not only just emotionally um, kind of unhelpful, <laughs> um, but they were also factually wrong. Um, and so digging into those, you know, that, that kind of work, that's never easy. It's never fun and it's never quick. Um, <clears throat> so those are kind of the three big, big issues. And then there's a bunch of peripheral ones floating all around them. Right. So this is going to be a little bit interesting because we are limited to 15 minutes with this. And I find it important though. I think all of that, our introduction, all the disclaimers, I want to make sure people know that like we love and care for you. I know that's definitely how you feel. So I think what we'll do is um, I will go ahead and we'll post two episodes in the first day. Um, we'll use that introduction kind of session that we're doing right now. And then we'll jump right into our first point with the next 15 minutes. That way we've got them back to back. So for all of you guys listening, this will be a little different than my normal posting. So um, this Friday that you're listening to it, so it'll be, uh, let me just double check. That'll probably be the April 10th. Um, look for two episodes, um, both this introduction and our next session where we kind of jump into that first point. And then from there, we'll have the two more after that. So, um, Joel, I appreciate you so much. Um, thanks so much for doing this with me. And uh, guys, join in with us for our next episode coming up right after this.